All right, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator Season 2, Episode 20. Jake Smith, Sam Kell. Uh, Sam, your Chargers got a big win. Yep. Opening take. What do you got? I'm dead inside, by the way. I just want you to know that uh, before My you My opening go. take kind of has something to do with me and you. Whoever gets the seventh seed has potential to be possibly one of the worst playoff teams in a long time. Now, I do think the Chargers, if they got hot, they roll off four in a row. If they roll off four in a row, they're going to be the five seed probably at 11-6. So, but, however, the Chargers will inevitably charger things up. Now, if they got the seventh seed, they could, they could make a run. But they could also, them and the Patriots and the Jets, going into Arrowhead, if things held how they are right now, could be, get beat by 40 in wild card weekend. So the three teams that are vying for that for that spot, you got the Patriots, Chargers, and Jets. All right now are seven and six. The Pats' remaining schedule is at Vegas, which they're staying. I don't know if you know Sam, but they're staying out on the West Coast, which I like when they do that. It's like way too much travel, too too hard on your body to like do all that turnaround. Um, at the Raiders, Bengals. That's a loss. Dolphins. That's probably a loss. And at the Bills. That's probably a loss. So we're going to finish the season one and four, or one. Sorry, one and one and three. The Chargers, however, you don't think McDaniel's, you don't think McDaniel's gets y'all this weekend? I think y'all lose this week. I think y'all if y'all lose any if y'all win any of the three, I think most likely is week eighteen against Buffalo with their starters, their, them resting their starters. But what if? Because the well, if the Chiefs though, if they drop a game. Then they would have that's the true. same record as the Bills, so it kind of depends on how it plays so out. Yeah, that's a good the, point, though. Y'all need, I guess, the the Chiefs to lose, and that yes. way the Buffalo so, can lose a game and keep right, it. Right, right. Um, but the Chargers' schedule, Sam, I think they should win out. They should. Titans, that's a win. Uh, at the Colts, that should be a win. I feel like that's going to be the game. That's going to be the weird game that, like, you guys one thousand percent should win, but you're yeah. probably going to lose. But then you play the Rams. It's a home game regardless. And then at the Broncos. The Broncos suck. Um, But then the Jets. I mean, dude, you look at the Jets' schedule. Lions Lions are sneaky good. Jags are sneaky good. Seahawks, we think, are sneaky good. And the Dolphins are teetering out, but they're still good. Like, the Jets, I think the Jets are not going to be a problem. I I mean, there's a scenario in which New England and Jets – that's not that far off. Go zero and four down the stretch. I think, right. And the, and but the thing is, I think Miami could miss the playoffs. Look at Miami's last four. It's got Buffalo, Buffalo, Green Packers, Bay, yeah, uh, Patriots, Jets, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, they can go, at, they the can. Bill, at the Bills, home against the Packers, uh, at the Patriots, home against the Jets. I mean, there's a good. They could they could lose a lot of those games. They're eight and six. Chargers got tiebreaker over them right now. So I mean, right. And if if they lose this weekend and we win, we go up to sit the six. We're basically getting two. Oh man, we're either getting two, two 
AFC East teams, two AFC West teams, or two AFC North teams? Because AFC South, they don't have anybody else besides the Titans right well, now. Bengals and, I think Bengals and Ravens are getting in for sure. I think. Right, right. So you're you're probably getting them, either one that wins the division, the other one's going to get a unless the Ravens Unless the Ravens just lose out. Right, which because is, they don't have Lamar. Um, yeah. Nine and five right now, I think. I think your biggest – your biggest thing is just the Chargers need to take care of business yep. and not worry about what happens and in the AFC East. And, and they'll be favored the rest of these games. Yes, they they a thousand percent should be. And Bosa and Rashawn Slater are supposed to be coming back in the next couple of weeks, and it seems like all our guys are going to be coming back. So I don't know. It's at the end of the day, we still have this coaching staff, but and that seventh seed, if the Patriots get in or the if we get in and play bad, if the Jets get in, they're getting beat by. It three touchdowns. I mean, all, I mean, the chiefs are going to roll. I think the chargers, are the only team that probably has a chance against that chiefs team, just cause we play them so much and we always play them good. Yes. And also I don't think Mac can score enough points. I don't think Mike white can get score enough points. Right. Now that jets defense is good. So, but so, I mean, I don't know, but in arrowhead, it's just, I don't know. Okay. But speaking of the jets before we move on, uh, is the Zach Wilson experiment? Is it over? Yeah, it was over when Mike White came into that first game after and threw like 350 yards. It, it's oh, it's he'll be a he'll be a a Panther. He'll be a Ram. Mm. Oh, McVay with with oh McVay with that talent. Panther, or I mean Panthers, Rams, or Raiders if they move on for car, from Carr. That's my guess. That's my three guesses. That would be pretty – I feel like McDan- McDaniels is obviously like a good enough quarterback coach to where he can like coach the stupid decisions out of Zach Wilson. Right. I like – Sam, I like that Rams. I Unless, like that. I do too. I, I, now, Drake might not, but – Okay, but what would you give up? Like, what's Zach Wilson worth right now? Like, what would a team have yeah, to offer the Jets? It's definitely not, not a first. Not a first. Maybe a second. Maybe a second and a fifth, maybe. Get that done. I still think that's too high. I, I just think that, like, he sucks. Like, he's got all the talent yeah, in the but world, he's but still he young. He's still young with a good arm talent, though. So. I guess. Yeah. Um. All right, so my opening take is not my opening take. Uh, I'm not going to take credit for this. Uh, it, he's a he's a Bucks reporter. Um. He's very, like pro-Brady, anti-Bucks reporter, if that makes any sense. Um, but he works in the Bucks beat reporting. Uh, John Ledyard, um, I've talked about him on this podcast before. This is not my opening take. This is his, but I'm using it as my opening take because I think it's that good. Uh, Tom Brady looks like 2019 Tom Brady. 2019 Tom Brady, that was his last year in New England. In August, they... Gave him a fake two-year contract where the second year was void. Um, and if we all remember when we had Seth Wickersham on and and all the other reports, Brady said that he knew that was his last year in New England when they gave him that fake two-year contract. Um, so that 2019 se- season, how it correlates with this season, is one, he looks fine physically. He can still move around in the pocket a little bit. Still still can make the throws when he has to, um, but everything around him is a mess, and he can't fix all of it. So he's pressing, 
He's making bad decisions. He's not setting his feet. I, that was apparent against the 49ers. Um, so because of those things, because he's pressing, he's making bad decisions, he's not setting his feet, his accuracy is starting to suffer. Um, you know, just like in 2019, started the year great. They started out 8-0, and he was awesome those first eight games. And then when the offensive line started going down in 2019, and uh, Edelman wound up getting banged up halfway through the year, Sanu didn't pan out as what they thought he would, Josh Gordon quit the team. It was just like all these things happened at one time, and like it's too much to fix at once. And... I can just see the similarities because 2019 Brady, and I've told my friends this before, and Sam, I might have told you before, but like in 2019, when Brady looked absolutely miserable on the sideline, like you knew that there was something wrong internally and with the team, like he just wasn't happy. He was moping on the sidelines, didn't care, all this stuff. It's this, like I said it back then, like if I see Tom Brady like this, I don't want him like back with the Patriots, or, like, pressing to keep playing. Now he obviously went to Tampa, and that completely, like, you know, rejuvenated him, basically. Mm-hmm. Now he's not going back to Tampa regardless next year. Like, this is the last year of his contract, and it's just not going to happen. He's not coming back with the Bucks, um, regardless if he wants to play or not. But I can just see the similarities between 2019 and now where it's all those things. It's like you look at him, and it's like, oh, wow, like, that was a good throw. But then it's like, okay, this one, he didn't set his feet, and it was kind of like those screw-it balls, uh, like those effort picks that, that I've called him before, like against the Rams in that divisional game last year where mm-hmm. he tried to throw that ball up the sideline, and it was just like a – it was an effort ball, basically. And he was just <laughs> like, well, I might as well just just try whatever. He had one of those um, to uh, – hey, I think the target was Mike Evans, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, he's just – He's just not setting his feet. His accuracy is, is suffering. It's just so much to fix, and he doesn't trust that offensive line, so that's obviously a big part of it. But he sucked Sunday. Like, he was yeah. not good at all. He underthrew Scotty Miller, and who was that other underthrow to? I think it was Julio Jones. No, it was Mike Evans in the end zone. Yeah, yeah threw it at, at, like, his feet. Um, I, he's just he's just pressing. I think he can still play next year if he wants to. Uh but right now he's just pressing. Do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I think it's it was a bad matchup for them. Oh, with how, how the how they struggle. But uh, yeah, my one thing is how can you hate that guy? You see the all the Forty ers going up and asking him for autographs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and he was cool about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy was like, "Hey, well, where's they, Tom at?" Kinlaw, yeah. Kinlaw asked him to sign the freaking football that he picked off. I'm pretty sure. And Brady just was like, "Yeah, man." Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know if you saw my retweet, but Ryan Clark, who is a known Brady hater, was like, man, this is like really cool um, that he's doing this. The last thing that that guy wants to be doing right now is signing balls and like, you know, talking to these players and stuff. Right. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it it shows like the character that Brady has. um, But just in terms of play right now, he's just not at his best. And that that just is what it is. Right. Um, News around the league, T.Y. Hilton to the Cowboys. Uh, R.I.P. Odell Beckham, even though Jerry Jones oh, said, you know, we're still going to pursue Odell Beckham's like, dude, no, you're not. Why would you sign yeah. T.Y. Hilton? Uh, Cole Beasley to the Bills practice squad. So Get he's back. coming out of retirement again. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler Murray, torn ACL, out for the year. Thanks, Jake. Uh, well, it was non-contact, so. 
Um, oh, Debo Samuel. That injury looked super bad, but apparently it was just a sprained MCL. Yeah. So he'll be straight. Uh, I think they said that he'll be back by the end of the regular season. So wouldn't it be crazy? Sam, what would, okay, so what would you do if you're the 49ers? Like, Debo's obviously coming back. If Jimmy Garoppolo comes back divisional round, do you – and say Brock Purdy, say they're not in four right now. Say they finish the season, we'll just call it 12-5. and five. Twelve and five. They lose one more game, they win the rest of them out. Do you start – Jimmy Garoppolo, or do you start start Brock Purdy? I think it depends, and this is what I'm talking about watching football and wins are not being not a QB stat. If he win, if they win impressively, and he's flinging that around, and they're not just managing the uh, offense and just letting them hand off, hand off, dump down. If they if the defense isn't winning them games, if he's actively winning them games, I, th- I say you roll them out. The defenses don't have a lot of tape on him. Uh, everybody knows what Jimmy G is. No one really knows what Brock Purdy is. Uh, I think yeah, I think you I think you ride the wave if 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 he's winning you football games. Do you think? What do you think Brock Purdy is? Like, what do no you idea. think he is? What's his no ceiling? Idea. What's his floor? That's, what that's is it? That's the thing. I, I have no idea. I don't think anyone does. I mean, he was a Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, I think I don't think anybody understands. Is he actually good? Is Shanahan's offense just QB friendly? Like, what's going on? Is he gonna? They're gonna run a read option. Is he gonna pull it and take it for 65? Do we need to watch that, or do we just need to crash on the running back, or do we need to not guard the short stuff and guard the long ball because he loves the long ball, or do we need to lay back because we know he can't hit the checkdowns? No one knows. You know what I think he is, Sam. And no one's gonna know by the end of the end of the regular season either. I mean, it's, it, six games or whatever it is is not enough to no tendencies. You know what I think he is? I think he is who, when they made the trade, I think he is who Kyle Shanahan thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be, if that makes any sense. How he's playing right now, I think this is what he envisioned when he traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, if that makes sense. Maybe, but everybody knows what Jimmy is, so it was stupid for them to think. Well, no, not back then, because because there was only one and a half games of film on Jimmy Garoppolo, and in right. those one and a half games for the Patriots, he was pretty stinking good. Yeah. So I mean, and, and you know, you win one of those games, and then you know the half one he they won, but he got hurt halfway through. Um, and it's like you sit behind Tom Brady, and it's like you have that one really good game, that very first one. So it's like, man, maybe this guy is, you know. Maybe he is the real deal, but I I think that Brock Purdy is perfect for the Shanahan system. I didn't. I don't know anything about Purdy honestly, other than he's looked good the two, the two weeks he's played. Uh, he won Gatorade uh, Player, or maybe it was the state Gatorade Player of the Year in his home state. I'm pretty sure it was some. He won some kind of Gatorade Player of the Year award his senior year in high school, and then he went to Iowa State. And they pulled up the graphic on the game. And, dude, his stats are wild. He started as a freshman yeah. for Iowa State. And his stats are insane. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, yeah, we, we really don't know what he is. Um, but, I mean, dude, if you're Kyle Shanahan, are you rolling with Trey Lance next year? No, I trade him. I get, get get what you can for him. I do the same exact thing. I would trade him away. Do do something with him because if you finish the season twelve and five with Brock Purdy, 
and maybe you win a playoff game with him, why yeah. would you why would you want to sign Jimmy Garoppolo back or why would you want to keep Trey Lance around for first round money? Yeah. Where you can have him for he's probably playing for, you know, five hundred thousand dollars right now. Yep. Um all right, so team talk, Sam. Chargers. Got a big win. Yep. Uh, shout out to Big Mike. He won my fantasy. Uh, I'm going to the playoffs. So, what do you got on that game? <laughs> uh, Herbert got his got his weapons back. He's still without his All Pro left tackle. His starting right tackle didn't play, as everybody could see. He was he was getting pressured all night long. Uh, I mean, like I said, Ken looked good. Mike looked good. Pretty much, we had everybody. Herbert still had to throw the ball 51 times, which is obviously yes. not not Social ideal. Media yeah. yeah, it's obviously not ideal, but I mean, we don't really have the line to run the ball, and Eckler's not a pound at running the ball, pounder running the ball. So, uh, defense obviously without Derwin James, no Bosa, uh, no J.C. Jackson. I mean, pretty much no no Bryce Callahan held that offense to realistically. I mean, they held him to a 55-yard field goal, that stupid fumble recovery, and then the bomb to Tyreek where our DB fell, and our DB was actually in position to pick it off. Yeah. Now, uh, Tyreek, I think Tyreek probably still would have made the catch, to be honest, but they probably don't score touchdowns. So that defense looked great. Hats off to Brandon Staley. That was a heck of a heck of a game plan and a must-win game. Uh, offense, Lombardi still sucks, but Justin Herbert continues to make him – Make it work. I mean, we're running, we're running these stick routes at the sticks, five yard stick turnaround and stick routes. Love it. Instead of throwing it down the field. I mean, we threw it down the field. Do you see that roll and right throw back yeah. left oh, to Mike yeah. Williams? Yeah. I mean, that was freaking disgusting. Uh, and also Herbert using his legs, getting him out of the pocket, having him mobile, him running the ball. That big first down where he did the first down yeah. uh, thing was awesome. Also, by the way, uh, but hit. Him, his legs are gonna. If we want to make a run, which I think that's a long shot, but he's gonna have to use his legs for sure. But I think, like I said, they could if, if they want win out, and they very well could win out. They could very lose. They could very well lose two. They could go two and two or four and zero. Oh. I mean, it's it's anything at this point. But I mean, eleven and six after you go from six and six to eleven and six, and you're rolling into the playoffs. Nobody wants to play you. I mean, absolutely nobody. I don't know who 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 would the five seed play. Cause we could probably be the five or six seed. So two plays seven, three plays six, four, four plays, plays. So it probably you probably catch the NFC North winner probably. Yeah, or, probably. Or or actually AFC South winner probably. Oh, play the Titans again in Nashville. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm so. You'd in have there. to go to that. You'd have uh, to go. To I, that. I'm in there. Yeah. Uh, but like I say we got the talent to to do a lot of good things. It's just how 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 high is our ceiling with this coaching staff? And I guess we'll just find out. Keenan Allen, welcome back. Because he, I think he, honestly, Sam, I think he was more he, important than Mike was. Well, having we had Keenan a couple weeks ago, didn't have Mike, and Mike's not just the best thing ever, but. Mike allows Keenan not to get freaking double teamed every play. And honestly, with Keenan, Mike, Josh Palmer had to be wide receiver one for freaking seven weeks. Uh, Jared Everett, Jared, Jared Everett, we're getting Parham back. Eckler catching the ball. I mean, with all these guys, 
you can double Keenan and Mike, but I mean Palmer's been pretty good. Like I said, you can't yeah. just you're not gonna be able to put just your third corner or a safety on him really. And if you do, then we got a Eckler who can make everybody, anybody on the field miss, and then Everett. So it's if if we can get out of our own way, it's good. It could it could be it could be scary. Like I said the Chiefs definitely don't want to play us. I mean, because we always play them tough. Uh, so, Sam, how long has – how many seasons has Lombardi been the OC for the Chargers? Two. Two. So, last year and this year? Yeah. So, not Justin Herbert's rookie year? No. We had Pep uh, – or we had Shane Steichen, I believe, who's with the Eagles now. Okay, so, Sam, scenario here. Because Herbert's stats are still, like, top of the league, regardless of – Yeah, you know, I think he's second in passing yards. Yeah, so – and obviously last year his stats were insane and, you know, his rookie year too, but Lombardi wasn't his OC. But anyways, so with that being said, Sam, y'all win a playoff game against the Titans or whoever. Maybe y'all win divisional rounds. We're not, we're not firing Sam. anybody. No, 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 no. What are the chances that Lombardi gets head coaching consideration? Now that's – that that's that what, might you know, be your best te- bet. The Texans that might be your best. The Texans bet. interviewed him last year. Yeah, and we were all praying. They're like, "Please, he's a great guy. Please hire him." And it, <laughs> but that would be awesome. And that, now, and I, I really don't think my biggest beef was Brandon Staley. My biggest beef is that he will not address the offensive coordinator. That's my that's my biggest beef with him. Truly. Uh, it's like they're buddies, and he doesn't want to well, you know, step they, on they his are. toes. They're tight. Like they, they always. I mean, they're they're tight. Uh, it's like Bill also, and Matt Patricia. Curious, what do you what do you think about the fourth and goal situation? They had two of them. At the one. What what had? I remember one of them. What was the so other? The first one? one was the first drive of the game. Yes. And yep. you get the fourth and goal, and they ran a freaking screen pass to. DeAndre Carter. That Terrible was play call. so. I like I like the call to go for it. Cause I I didn't think that that was the first drive of the game. So in my mind, I'm thinking this is going to be a 35-38. This is going to be a th- there's going to be 70 points scored. We cannot kick field goals. To be honest with you, I I didn't hate the play. I hated who the play was to because that was a one on one situation. No, but I, the, the call to go for it is what. And it's, it's what, not what like. I'm, well, well, yeah, but like what I wanted to say is that why not run that play if you're going to get a one on one look. Why not run that play to Mike, where Mike can literally just barrel over the dude and just fall forward for two yards? Like Mike is what six two, six three. He's like six four. Yeah, like what? <laughs> he can just fall forward over the defensive back and get those two yards. I, yeah. I thought that I, I like the call to go for it because you got to have points in that game. Yeah. But the the play call and who the play call was to was insane. Yeah. So we have. We had Mike Evans or Justin Herbert six four six five two forty six six two forty and you're at the one yard line so you can sneak it. Yeah. You got Keenan Allen, you got Austin Eckler and Mike Williams. You got all those options or and, and even Everett and you throw it to a one one read play to you have to no option. It's a screenplay. <laughs> who if he keeps his feet. Still doesn't get in, but and then the second, so we didn't get that there, and a bunch of Chargers fans were pissed off. They're like, "Take the points, take the points." And I'm like, "Y'all are idiots. Three yeah. points is not going to win this game." Right. And then we would, we did it again before halftime, so we were going to double dip because we're getting the ball at half, like 20 seconds left, and we run up the middle with Eckler and score. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, that's you do it in that situation." I'm like, "Listen, you idiots. If you're taking the three 
in the first quarter of that drive, you, you're probably taking the three right there. At least Staley's consistent. I would right. hate for him to be up and down. Right. But the thing is, you got seven points on that, that drive before half. So if you get take three and three there, you still get you got more points going for it than you did not. And that's that's a part of the part of why he does it because like I said it and honestly the double dip for doing the score before halftime and getting the ball back, that's a huge game changer oh, if, you can, if you can do the that. Pa- yeah, I mean, you can thank Bill Belichick and the Patriots for that. Like they started the whole um like for real, they really did. Double uh, not that, but yeah, they they started if they won the toss, they always deferred. Yeah, like they kind of started that trend where it was every time that they won the toss, it was like we're deferring to the second half because you had Brady who could you know run a two minute offense really well, and then boom, you or, just get the ball back the, to start or run the, the second half all, or run the four yeah, minute or the four offense, minutes. and yeah, yeah, so like the said, well, I, down. yeah. I think we there's a lot that could happen. There's a lot. There's a lot of disappointment that could happen. It's we'll see. We'll see the next four weeks. So we'll learn a lot. I think. So the Tennessee Titans got smoked by your Trevor Lawrence Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I think, Sam, this is what we need to do because we have Titans fans as listeners. We trashed Derrick Henry because we thought that he wasn't good and his yards per attempt were the lowest in his career Mm -hmm. up to this point. And Sam, he had 7.1 yards per attempt. So really? it's like the sideline spectator kiss of death reversed. So anytime we talk bad <laughs> about a player, they're going to have a good week. So I'm going to do that with Ryan Man, Tannehill. Justin Herbert sucks. The Chargers <laughs> run defense sucks. Ryan Tannehill is awful. He's always been awful. Stop. Um, the Chargers play the Titans this week. I ha- Well, if Ryan Tannehill beats you, then what's the big deal? Good point. As long as Derrick Henry doesn't beat you. It, you know, if, if you're going to be... Season's over. If Tannehill yeah, exactly. beats his season's over. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, not really much to say about this game. Like, the Titans, 36-22, to 22, that's still a pretty big margin of victory. But the game literally wasn't even that close. You know what I mean? It was kind of like fake scores, basically, at the end. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Sam, yeah, I you beat me to it, Texton, but he looked really good. He looked really, really good. Um... He honestly, like, when I was watching him, he kind of looked like Justin Herbert. He he has the build and the arm and the mobility. Like I said, this is why he was taking number one overall. But the problem is, I don't know if the problem is Jacksonville or the problem is him being inconsistent or a little mix of both, which may be it. Uh, he's kind of gotten away from the interceptions a little bit. I, I didn't watch any of the Titans game this week. But, he hasn't uh, thrown a pick since, what, week 10? Yeah, well, he's got and he's gotten some weapons. He's got he's getting a little protection. He's got a pretty decent run game. So I mean, and Doug Peterson is a good offensive coach too. So I think that's helped him a lot. The year of Urban Meyer may have stunted him a little bit. He probably, or not even the full year of Urban Meyer. What six weeks? Yeah, uh, six weeks. Yeah. Um. All right, Pats and Cardinals. Um. Did you see that video of Mac waving off uh, Matt Patricia? when he was talking to him in his headset. I like that a lot. He was basically just like, dude, shut up. I, I got the play call. You don't have to like talk me through it. I've it's got like they, it. They, they treat him like he's a little like a teenager. Yeah, they really do. Um, And like the big thing coming out of him out of Alabama was like his leadership and stuff. It's like, dude, you tell the kid uh, something one time and he's got it. Like He doesn't need to hear you, you know, go on and on about it. So I like that a lot. Um, he still sucks. Like Mac is Mac is awful. Um, 
it's it, it, that's the same thing about the Titans and the the Jags score. Like you see the score of the Patriots and Cardinals twenty seven to thirteen. Yeah, that is the fakest twenty seven to thirteen margin of victory of all time. <laughs> that game was fourteen to thirteen. That's what I will yeah. call that victory. It was a vi- mm-hmm. it was a win. A win is a win. Yes, but the real score to that game is like fourteen to thirteen. We yeah. should start doing that. We should start going down actual the list scores. of games <laughs> and telling the actual actual scores. Like Bucks and Bucks and Forty Niners, ninety nine to zero. Yeah, ninety nine to zero. Um, Chargers Dolphins. What would you give the real score to that game? <sighs> Twenty-eight, nothing. Yeah, because like the Tyreek Hill thing, that was so like fluky, and, the, and, and both of them. I mean, both of yeah. them, and then and then the fifty-yard, fifty-five-yard field goal. The only reason they kicked that is just to get to get the onside kick to try to throw a hail mary. So I mean, I think I say twenty-eight, thirty-one, nothing, twenty-four, nothing, or something like that. Yeah. Titans and Jags, forty-five, forty-five, seven, ten. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, seven, seven, ten, something like that. I like. We should start doing that. Okay. Next week we're gonna have a lot of mad people. We're gonna have a new segment next week called something like like the the real score or something. The Tennessee Georgia game this past year that was really like thirty five thirty thirty five thirty five seven. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. It ended up being twenty eight thirteen. So or twenty eight to seven twenty seven thirteen. So yeah. Um, the last thing that I'll say about the Pats is that it's Sam. It's almost like the Chargers. Where at the end of the day, I know what it is. Yeah. I know what this team is at the end of the day. We're basically going to middle it. We're going to get in the playoffs, maybe. I don't know. We might go one and three, so we might not get in the playoffs. But if we do win two games, I think we will get in the playoffs. But then it's like, it's going to be the same thing as last year. We're going to pull somebody like Buffalo and get the doors absolutely blown off of us. We're going to get that last playoff seed like we did last year, and we're probably going to play the Buffalo Bills because the Chiefs are going to be the number one seed. Bills are going to be number two. We're going to have the exact same rematch as we did last year, and we're going to lose again like 48-10 to 10 in a yeah. playoff game, and it's going to be disgusting. And then we're going to have like another meaningless first-round draft pick where we draft a guard out of UT Chattanooga. Who sucks? Dude, Cole Strange sucks. That dude's bad. He's Does bad. He really? He's bad. The whole offensive line is bad, but he's not very good. I mean, he's just a rookie, so I can give him a little bit of a leeway, but yeah. he's not very good. You're comparing him to Trent Brown, so. I am. Dude, Trent Brown kind of sucks, too. No crap. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce um, is not going to be happy. <laughs> he actually FaceTimed me last night. He was leaving uh, jujitsu class. Like, nice. I had no idea he took jujitsu classes. He FaceTimed me. And it was probably the end of the first quarter, I think. And he was like, "All right, I just got out of jujitsu. What's the what's the synopsis of the game?" And I was like, "What? You take jujitsu? What are you doing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Bucks and Forty ers I kind of said the thing about Brady, so I'll skip all of his stuff. But the penalties, Sam, in the first half negated the following three things: a sack on the first play of the game. Uh, that got called for roughing the passer. Um, two, the 66-yard touchdown pass from Brady to Evans where there was a hold on no one other than Donovan Smith, uh, the left tackle, who is the most penalized uh, entire offensive lineman in the league. So like, not just left go- or left tackles or tackles, out of all 
five offensive line positions. He is the number one penalized uh, offensive lineman. And then thirdly, the interception. Sam, this was huge because it was only 14 to zero at, I mean, 14 to zero is 14 to zero, but it was 14 to zero at this point. Brock Purdy threw an interception to Anthony Nelson and they called a holding on the opposite side of the field. Like the cornerback was holding. I think it was Carlton Davis uh, was on the opposite side of the field and they threw a flag on it, which it was not a hold. Uh, Jawan Jennings, shout out to UT, uh, Murfreesboro, yeah. Tennessee. Uh, he slipped, and Carlton Davis had his hand on his shoulder pad and just like basically pushed him to, down to the ground, which is legal. Um, and they called a hold for it, and that negated it. And then right after that, Sam, was that long touchdown pass to Christian McCaffrey uh, down the sideline for a touchdown. Um, so those those three penalties – those are huge uh, for the scope of the game. And then Donovan Smith, the uh, the same left tackle that I'm talking about, he said in his post-game press conference, Sam, he said, we got to fix it. We have to fix the penalties and issues, whatever they are. He ended it with whatever they are. Dude, you're the problem. Like You're the most penalized offensive lineman. He's the same guy, Sam. Donovan Smith is the same guy that that game against the Saints – they like Brady had to win it twice. The pass to Godwin for the touchdown that won yep. the game got called back because he held. Yep. And then, you know, Brady threw it to Rashad White to win it. Mm-hmm. Um against the Packers, pivot it, we're going back to like week three. But yeah. like pivotal, um, I think it was third down because it was like basically somebody put up a clip of all of Donovan Smith's uh penalties this year. Mm-hmm. And uh Brady had a huge uh, third and ten run for a first down in the fourth quarter where they were driving the ball like they had good momentum and stuff. They got called back because he was holding. It's just it, the fact that he said, you know, we got to fix the problems, we got to fix the penalties, we got to fix the issues, whatever they are. And it's like he's not taking any accountability to be like, hey, hand up, it's my bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I got to play better, which makes it even more frustrating. Yeah. Um. All right, Sam. Power rankings. Power rankings. This is interesting because I have a team on here that we I don't think either one of us has had on here the entire season. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. You had Eagles last week or last time we did this. I had Eagles. I had Eagles number one. Yeah. Uh, it's just so hard for me to pick Eagles at number one because I don't think they. Because you know Chiefs. how and you know how good the Chiefs are. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Chiefs one, Eagles two. All right, I got uh, it flipped. Who's three? You know, Vikings would have been three, but they no, they're fake. They're so fake. Worst point, they're... Sam. Worst point differential for their record in NFL history. They have a negative point differential, Sam. A negative point differential, and it's they're ten great. and three. Niners are number three, or ten and four, whatever they are. Niners, Niners number, number three. three as well. Yes, who's number four? You know, I'm going to go Bills four. Yes, yes. Bengals five. Bengals five. Sam, that's beautiful. That is absolutely yeah, beautiful. Burrow, we just Burrow, got one and two mixed up. But Burrow's, yeah. de- Burrow's dealing right now. That is the first time this year that we have had the Bengals in the top five. And they deserve it. They're not even leading their uh, division right now. The Ravens, no, are. they not. have the same, you know, they have the same but record. They're, they're probably playing better football than probably just about anybody. Oh, they're playing better football than the Bills are. Um, yep. 
They're... I think the Bills are. I think the Bills beat them head to head, probably. Okay, uh, so that, who... that'd be that'd be a good game, though. I'd love to see that Bills. Uh... Sam, what about what about Cincinnati, Cincinnati and Philly in a Super Bowl? I, I cannot allow Joe Burrow to make another Super Bowl. That I would love it, um, but that would be. I don't know what to think of that game, to be honest with you. I think uh, Sam. Who do you want in the in the Super Bowl? Like not not uh, who you think is going, but like who do you want in the Super Bowl? Vikings. I think my preseason was Viking Chargers. I think that's. I think that's. I'd love for now outside of the Chargers, uh, Vikings Chargers. If I'm in a perfect world, but Vikings Bills probably. I'd have uh, to go. I'd have to go. I know you. I know they're in your division, but I can't. I, right. I'd have to go 49ers and Chiefs still. Like, I'm still saying that. And it would be the awesome story of Jimmy Garoppolo coming back off of his injury and beating the Chiefs team that beat him two years ago. If that happens, the NFL is rigged. Yeah, probably. Um, All right, speaking of games being rigged, let's uh, finish out with Parlay to Poverty. Sam, what do you got? All right. I got... Your Pat's money line pick, by the way, or minus one and a half. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, let's see. We're week fifteen, so I really don't like a whole lot of the the bets this week. I'm gonna go. Oh, with... however, however, your Bucks money line pick. Yeah, Ooh. disgusting. Yikes! Absolutely disgusting. Yikes! What do you think about Detroit minus one? I wouldn't touch it. Really? I don't like it. At at New York, I mean, I guess that's. I just think that. I think that the Jets' defense is that good. Like I think yeah. Salah has those guys playing really well. They only gave up 20 points to the Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus 2.5. Okay. I'll counter that with uh, Bengals minus 3.5. That's a lock against the yeah. Bucks. That's a lock. I'm, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes' money line. Or Patrick Mahomes' money, MVP plus 190. Oh, so you're... Yeah, you're putting a future out there. Yeah, well, that's I really don't like because Hertz Hertz is Hertz is the favorite, right? Minus one sixty, but so it's it's more value to put money on Mahomes. If the Chiefs roll, then all right, Sam. What about um? Mm, I'm gonna give you a good one. I'm gonna give you a good one, and I'm gonna give all the listeners a good one. Put the house on this one. All right, so Sam, putting the mortgage on this one. Saints minus four. All right, Saints are playing in New Orleans against Desmond Ritter, who's going to be making his very first start in the NFL. What do you think? It's a divisional game and a very first start against that Saints defense. That Saints defense is solid. Yeah, they – yeah, I I like that. I like that. It's going to be a rough first start. And also, I know I gave a future, but Giants plus four and a half is probably with my other one. Against the Commanders, Giants are kind of wheeled. The wheels are the the wheels are wobbling, but <laughs> the wheels are wobbling. They're not off, but I don't know. I just I, I think they plus four and a half seems like a lot to Washington. I know Heineke's been good, but my, my last one I'll give. Uh... Do it. Raiders minus four oh. money line against My, against four. the New England Patriots. No, yeah. shot. no Josh shot. McDaniels. 
revenge season. And Sam, I, I, I greatly need them to win, too. I need only Bill Belichick keeping Herbert out of the playoffs again. All right, so I'm going to give you three more, like just three real quick. Yeah. Seahawks plus three and a half. That's against the 49ers. I, I, like, the, I like the other way. I like, I like the other well, way. Well, well, I'll tell you why I like them plus three and a half. Short week. McCaffrey's yeah. a little banged up. Debo Samuel's not playing. And typically what happens in the NFL, Sam, when you have a huge win – Especially in a primetime spot, you get a letdown. And also, this is a short week off of a huge win. So, just all those factored in. I like Seahawks plus three and a half. Chargers minus three. Like, I, we thought got like, it. I thought about Titans plus three, to be honest. You just, <laughs> with what you just said, you just said after a huge win in primetime. So, two is a huge win? Oh, I mean, the Dolphins. I guess that, that was a big win. I mean, they were eight and four. I mean, Sure, but the Titans suck. The yeah. Titans suck, too. Um, and then Stop Packers on them. We'll, we'll bash them all week, and they'll just <laughs> yes. Ryan yeah. Tannehill's going to throw for three hundred. Like spectator reverse two- kiss of death. Uh, but Sam, last one is coming off of a bye week against a terrible Rams team. Packers minus seven. Give me Aaron Rodgers and give me a touchdown. I'll take it all day. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. Um, Sam, anything to end it out? Uh if it. I need. I never needed two wins back to back more than I need needed these this Dolphin and Titans win. If we went two and fifteen and won these two games, I would be happy. So, even if we, I don't care, even if we don't make playoffs, I need this win. I need it. I need like I need water. Yeah, Air. because yeah, well, everybody on Twitter and uh, your phone's gonna be blowing up if the Titans smash the Chargers. And what if this is the game that keeps the Chargers out of the playoffs somehow? It probably will be. <laughs> But uh, all right, that'll do it for this episode, and we'll see you guys next week.